0: Hello. You're about to listen to Conversations, but before you do, please make sure to follow on all streaming platforms. That's including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Audible. You name it, we're on it. Make sure you subscribe and follow. And welcome to episode two of Conversation, the unofficial Versailles-related podcast. I am Philippe Duc d'Orléans himself, Alexander Vlahos, and I'm joined, as ever, by my brother
1: Louis the Fourteenth, le Roy, George Blagden. Hello. And so, to celebrate this year's ten anniversary, ten year anniversary. Uh, We are inviting on special guests each episode to help us take a deep dive into the hit Canal Plus Netflix and BBC TV show.
0: Behind the curtain conducting their own grand levier is our very own personal pocket bon ton, producer Nikki Edel.
1: Let's get straight into it. It's our pleasure, absolute pleasure to have on the (laughs) show this week, Madame de Montespan, the fantastic Anna Brewster.
2: Hi. Hello.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hi, welcome. How are boys? <laughs> how are you? Yeah, how are you? I'm very well, yeah. I am um, good, yeah. Just being a mum, it's fun. It's a new stage of my life. Um, Congratulations. My
2: daughter,
3: she's 16 months now. Oh. Yeah. She's really fun. She's like starting <laughs> to like pick up words and yesterday she learned to say up. And she can say peas because that's the only vegetable she'll eat. Um, but no, it's fun. It's <laughs> like- Just like Louis the 14th, you only <laughs> eats. peas. Just like Louis
1: the 14th. Um, yeah, that's why Arlo only eats peas as well. My son only eats peas. Um, it's a thing. It's a How
3: thing. old is Arlo? He's three. Oh, wow.
1: wow. Yeah, we're in the 3 major stage.
0: <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a real thing? Is that a real thing, George? Oh, yeah.
1: No, yeah. no, massively, massively real thing, yeah. I'm sure I'm so, I'm sure. your daughter is, like, throwing stuff already, but it gets serious when it's, like, glasses and yeah. you know, vases against the bifold doors. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. Proper. You've, you've both got all this to come.
3: Yeah. I know. I've heard three is an awful age. Um, so <laughs> I'm just trying to enjoy each bit. I feel like I'm over the, like, first year hump. It's quite mm. funny. We're all at different stages, aren't we? You're yeah. yeah mine stage. hasn't even arrived yet. Yeah, Exciting. and we're all about a year and a half apart. But um, yeah, it's I'm I'm in the enjoyable bit at the moment. I think so. Yeah, we'll see. Please let it remain to be the enjoyable bit forever. And yeah, again. I That's mean it's great. It right. It's it's something that I you know it's an, an amazing thing to put your energy and your love and your care into. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, talking excited. about passages passages of time, mm-hmm. we
0: always ask. Um, I say we always ask. This is only episode. Th- three sort of but um, we always ask uh, the very first question I asked it to George and we asked it to David and Simon but can you believe it's been 10 years we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary can you believe it's been 10 years since Versailles started
3: do you know I can and I can't Um, it it feels like a lifetime ago in so many ways Um, but also it feels like yesterday like what I re-watched episode two, my homework. Thank you very much for doing that. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, God, we look young, don't we? <laughs> oh, gosh. Because I, I know me and Anna, obviously, we, we we were obviously all really close, but me and Anna, we're, we, we live together. Um, and I've always known something about you, Anne, which is that you, you do find it difficult watching yourself back. Has that changed or was that? is that the same is that do you still have that thing when seeing yourself on screen because I remember when obviously when I directed you in Lola that that you that was also really tricky for you wasn't it
3: yeah um so re-watching episode two is great because I'm not really in it <laughs> that's true <laughs> it was great homework um, <laughs> do you know what I still don't love it but I think I'm learning to watch it with a different eye if that makes sense unless like I'm less attached to it I guess more subjective yeah um uh but yeah I mean for me it's about the memories and you know there were so many great memories on Versailles like just watching it back and the production values and the sets and it was just such an amazing experience and I I think I don't know. I don't think any of us really realized what we were getting into at the beginning. Um, and it was just amazing. Like, I remember stuff like, you know, I was watching it back in the night shoots where they were always the best, the night shoots, because they would be. Oh my so- God.
0: I can't believe you said that because my one of my notes from this episode is how much I grew to hate them. Oh, really? Every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> um because i think i well yeah just because i uh, when it was always a night shoot for us i you know this is this is all three seasons really but it was always with all of us and that meant all of us that meant you know usually it was about six we had 16 at one point regular actors you know right. it including the rohans the louvois the coal right so that's that's and you know, Louisa Valier, all the all the women, you know, so it was there was usually a huge undertaking of, in terms of coverage. I always remember it just it we had to get everyone's POVs, everyone's perspectives. And it it, it just oh, I d I don't know. I, I It
1: always I felt like hysteria as well, like because yeah. it kind of, it, night shoots always on Versailles felt like a school trip. Like in <laughs> as in like <clears throat> it felt like, oh, we're doing something special. And the crew were usually aware of it or the producers were so there'd be like some sort of food truck at midnight wouldn't there oh. or be like, yeah. and and so we all got into this i felt like everyone was in this kind of hysterical zone because you're right because of how many of us there were we were always waiting around as well it was usually big sequences usually where we were all sat at one long table That's we right. knew for about four hours the camera wasn't going to be pointing at our part of the table <laughs> Until but we the, had dialogue so we morning. had to sit
0: there and give yeah. it the dialogue and
1: yeah yeah. And I, I, yeah I always
0: remember there was I mean it's not this episode I know it's not this episode but um there was one where I think it's the firework episode the the one in, I think it's episode five with Christoph Shrew and we were all there um and we were shooting and I think we we got everything I, I can remember feeling like there was nothing else to cover <laughs> and Christoph just kept shooting because he said <laughs> I can remember him saying we shoot until the sun comes up In his crazy German accent, like, no, we keep shooting until the sun. It was, and I just remember thinking, like, and we literally, the sun came up over them, over the, like, the, the the hills. And then he was like, well, it's no longer a night shoot anymore. We have to go. It was like, that's when we called rap. I just, I can remember just thinking, like, it was preposterous. And I do remember this is one of the things that coming back to my apartment, which was in season one, was on the third floor and it didn't have a lift. So I can remember walking in, still having probably half of my Philippe makeup on. And walking up the stairs and people were going to work.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was like, it was like not having like, do you know we have them. So we've had them, I've had them so many times on nights out where I've come back and people are going to work and that's the fear, <laughs> the fear of God. But this one's different. Cause you just, cause they just they they have no idea what you're doing. And you're walking back through the doors. <laughs> and there's someone with like, with an office suit going, going into work. And you're just like, no, I've just been filming in Park to sew with candles yeah. and fireworks and trapeze artists. It's just the most bizarre thing. The most bizarre yeah. thing. But anyway, that's good. So listen, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, I want us to, well, I really want to know about the process of, of, of casting for you, Anne, mm. uh, because we talked briefly to David and Simon about it in the last week's episode about how, or how young we all were and how, and how, you know, like, like you, like you said, that we didn't quite, and none of us quite realised the sort of the magnitude of what we were undertaking with episode two and episode one and you know Montespan starts growing in the season in season one but did you realize? because we only had episode one and two scripts did you realize how important Montespan would become especially in season two like when you got the audition like what was your audition piece did you there
3: wasn't how much dialogue did you have so I've been thinking back to this um because I knew you were going to ask me but um so When I auditioned for this, it was at a time where there was loads of auditions. Very unlike now. Um, So, I remember... I kind of can't specifically remember going in for this. I remember being in Suzanne's office. I remember knowing my dialogue very well because I remember sitting in a pub with my friend Tom and learning it in and out. Um, But other than that, I don't remember a great deal it wasn't like a big job it was just another audition um and then I'd actually just broken up with my boyfriend I don't know if you guys remember this <laughs> but I was not in a good place and I was on we'd gone to a wedding in Tuscany so I was in Tuscany, I was just leaving and I've had this horrendous week with my ex in the same like little complex and it was, <laughs> and I was at the airport in Pisa and I got the call saying you got the role and I was like, oh, basically, how I can look great in front of him and it's like. <laughs> got this job i'm moving to paris it's great <laughs> i'm fine um, and that was kind of the start of it and then i had to really kind of go back and think what this job was because <laughs> it was such a long time of not hearing anything yeah and I'm then not, I, I,
0: I had the same i had the same experience was that i auditioned i did um, it's actually the scene that's in this episode it's the it's the scene that we'll, we'll, we'll get to it but it's um um i i I learned my lines. I did the, did the tape in Suzanne's office and I had my suitcase with me. I had a huge suitcase because I was going to New York. I was mm-hmm. off to go to Broadway. And I was leaving that afternoon. My flight was on the Friday. I auditioned at like 10 10.30 at Suzanne's office and I had to get to Heathrow for two. Mm-hmm. I, I was not thinking about it. I didn't do any research. I didn't think about the character. Mm-hmm. I literally put on some black eyeliner to resemble some sort of androgyny for Philippe. Mm-hmm. And didn't think Anything of it, and also didn't even know the scale of the job. That was the thing that 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 was the thing when. Oh, you got the I was like, okay, now what? You have to go to France. You have to go to Paris. It's the
3: same, right, for you guys? Well, I think I don't think it hit me until probably. I was. It's actually I think when we did. Well, like when we got to Paris, we went to Brusselman. I was I with you and so you were with
0: me. Yeah, me, you, and Sarah Winter on the same Eurostar train
3: together. Yeah, and then that was our first introduction. I think George, you turned up within that trip. I can't remember the of
1: the first day, probably. <laughs> yeah. No, there was a fitting. Yes, yeah, yeah. There was a yeah. fitting thing where I came. Yeah, but you were full Viking at that point, and I was I like, full what? beard undercut. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, I am now yeah
2: uh, I was last
1: minute though I was like really like I had my audition f- six weeks before the first day of filming yeah, yeah. wow and I think <clears throat> it was pitched to me at the time like it was a, a massive deal I, I remember it was like the first time I was it was in the first period where I had like a US lawyer ridiculous I don't know obviously um <laughs> but like you know I had like this team around me and you know I'd just done I was on season three of Vikings and like, they were just massively hyping it. Like the most expensive series ever made in Europe, (laughs) you know, like how Americans can. And so Mm. I went into Suzanne's office fully not, um, thinking anything that I would ever get close to it because it became a massive deal. Um, yeah completely different to you two that's so fascinating
0: I, Just, I think it's the time scale though wasn't it me and anna we, we were cast quite both of us me you sarah were cast quite early weren't we
3: uh, yeah i mean i didn't get any of that spiel about the kind of magnitude <laughs> of the job do you think At that least. helped
0: do you think that helped because i think for me it definitely
3: helped it be, so had i yeah. known what
0: i was going into i would have think i think i'd have been
3: absolutely terrified yeah and also just to be able to let it go after you know these days auditions are so few and far between you kind of put so much weight on them yeah. um but yeah so then we were in brisouman and then you begin to see the sets and the painted marble and oh, yeah um to go reference this episode the dolls that we used i remember Being shown where they were making those small dolls for the fashion scene, right? For the yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh wow, this is like a big deal. There's a lot of effort going into this. (laughs) A whole like room of women and men making these costumes, and they're really luxe and expensive. And you're like, okay. This is quite a big deal. I should probably start thinking about what I'm doing now. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: because that, that's because that's well, that, that's that's great because it, it brings me on to my next point is that we like you the 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 role grew for you like the Montespan like you know episode one and two you're sort of there or thereabouts you know you're sort of the friend of Henriette and you you just sort of like a, like what can be seen from the public eye is like just a normal courtesan sort of someone that's in the court but yeah. then but then very I would say you have you have this great turn and it, it progresses all the way obviously and then into your sort of your your huge storyline with, with George in season two it's it I, I I I always think back to just like how I, I mean we, we touched on it in the last episode so I don't want to sound like a broken record but it just the the the, the bravery of the the choices and the, the the risk that Simon and David took on all of us was kind of mm-hmm. like no I, I brought it up with Simon last week was that you know, he casts you off a tape, which, you know, thank God you've got the acting chops, Anna, to, to carry, to carry. you know, season two and, and, you know, the end of season one as well in and and the turn of bringing Montespan in. Did, did you feel comfortable with Montespan?
3: Um, Does that make sense as a question? Like, did, did, did Yeah. You, so maybe uh, I'll go back to what you asked before because I didn't really answer that question, but I it became apparent quite quickly that the guys had been signed on for three seasons and we were like, okay, so you're all, you're all set. But the women. Oh, so, so like all
1: the guys, like even people like Evan and Ty and Stuart. Evan,
3: no, so Evan wasn't. I know
0: for a fact Evan wasn't, but me, but the the four of us, me, you, Ty and Stuart, we
3: were all signed on for three. I remember wow, that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That. But none of the women were. And so there was this big question and we were like, OK, so where is this going? But then I started to talk because I started to research the character. really realized she was quite important, but then also there's lots of characters. So, you know, it's TV. They don't have to go that way. They don't have to. So I started to talk to uh, David and Simon and you're like, "Oh, OK, they have actually got a structure for the next few episodes, for the next um, few seasons. And it does involve me. And you're like, okay, but I can't think about that right now. I need to think about what I'm doing. And then I just started to work in a way that I just deal with what was presented in front of me. Um, Obviously, I began to realise that season two was going to, you know, become more intense and a lot more work and a lot more story. And, like, I was really up for it, but I definitely felt out of my depth. Yeah. Just had to, like... Swallow and go. <laughs> yeah, I, I can do this. I can do it. And you know what? Like the fact that we had built such a family between us and we all got on so well. And we'd all kind of worked to a similar level before. Mm-hmm. Like none of us were big names, but we'd all worked. We all knew how the industry worked. So I felt really supported also by George, specifically within like developing that story and that character in season two um but yeah I mean of course it was it was different to being presented you know you're the female lead it it very much grew and I had to grow with that but you know hopefully I'm still up to it yeah of course
2: More
0: (laughs) more than more than right let's um let's get into the actual episode episode two um so we had a little respite for those who were listening. And obviously we we touched on Simon and David, the showrunners, and they gave us their wonderful sort of sweeping thing. And what's great is what Simon and David mentioned last time, George, about how they knew that the hook that they needed to land that was a risky hook was the um was the black baby. Um and they knew that 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 would make the show,
1: I guess, absolutely bonkers. Um yeah, um, they said when they found <clears throat> when they found out that detail, they were like, Oh, now we've got a show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is good, which <laughs> like, I which I kind of love that.
1: Crazy. Love. Yeah.
0: Um and obviously this it starts off uh, the episode starts off exactly as it left off in episode one, like a proper cliffhanger, old school cliffhanger, with uh, kind of a motif to the painting of the creation of Adam, with the sort of you reaching out and touching the baby's finger, and then obviously Bon Tom comes in and swoops the baby away like Jason Statham. anna when you when you first got the the first two scripts what did what what did you make of 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 that storyline
1: it's
3: bonkers isn't it
1: (laughs) what have i signed up for
3: you didn't write it (laughs) yeah very much like okay here we go yeah yeah yeah. there's a lot of that with this (laughs) there was it?
1: it was crazy i spent the first two of these that we did uh saying to alex and then David and Simon, I, I, similar to you, Anna, I hate watching myself. And I found watching episode one really difficult. I loved episode two. <laughs> I, I, I really lo- I really loved what I was like, I, I, my memory of everything that happened in that episode happened over like six episodes, Like there was so much in it, mm. I, I just couldn't. Yeah. I feel like David and Simon used all of their puns and incredible Oh, so one-liners! You, you've got one
0: some, you have got some absolute doozies of some one-liners, George. <laughs> I don't know what I said <laughs>
1: for the rest of season one. I like all of the that, <laughs> that I can remember from season one was in ep two. <laughs> it's, it's, I it is a good ep.
0: It is a good ep. Again, again, though, it does feel piloty. In that word, I, I mean to say about it feeling like they throw their. Th- they're throwing everything at it there's you know that we we jump from storyline to storyline to storyline to introducing new characters to storyline you know um um you know there's um not to sort of jump too far ahead but I I, but the the one talking about one line is it's actually not it's not yours George but it's um um there's the I love the excuse slash I guess reason behind the black baby from the doctor from pete from oh. masson from saying that he was um that uh nabo jumped out and gave the queen such a fright playing a game of peekaboo which yes. i just i mean just ridiculous just that's ridiculous
1: isn't How, it outrageous yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm, um, so serious as well like i was so serious <laughs> <laughs> like an absolute raging psychopath i, I mean <laughs> What was wrong with, I, yeah, I, I'd I'd not realized, I don't think at the time or like house, how serious me and Jalil had, had, had got, like, he'd sent me to this boxing club, like we'd fully gone down the you're a psychopath route, but it's so, um, yeah, it's quite disconcerting as a viewer. You're like, God, this is really, um, heavy. (laughs) Is he ever gonna smile?
0: Well, that, well, that's well, that's one note of Louis, isn't it? Louis has many yeah. notes. I, I thought I thought you were I thought <clears throat> you I thought you because you, where you where you I thought you were brilliant in this app, Actually, I really I really do enjoy watching Louis having to like you have to do so. so I always thought Philippe got got
3: too. Sorry, I could just see George cringing. <laughs> <laughs> George is cringing. Oh um, <laughs> Christ! Um, no,
0: it's because
1: I I've always thought. Just bear with Anna, we're just gonna have a compliment <laughs> off me and Alex. That's <laughs> what mostly this podcast is. Just sit back, we're like, go get yourself a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah.
0: We invite we invite guests all just to let just to let yeah. them watch me and you give each other compliments. That's yeah. that's that's a exactly <laughs> idea. Yeah, you don't have to say anything, just sit here in one zoom. It's this weird zoo type thing. Um no, there's I always talk about, you know, that Philippe got to the character of Philippe got to be able to sort of demonstrate so many different flavours and things, but um, and that was the joy of playing him. But I always think that with Louis, it must be so hard to be able to happen to, you you, you, have you have this wonderful scene with Jacques and you've got, then you go straight into having Bon Tom faint. You've got all these sort of amazing sort of moments and you're having to sort of just deftly become, you know, and you're still not the king that you will become, you know? And it's it's kind of, um, yeah, it's difficult, yeah. difficult. It is
1: a... Uh... It's
0: bonkers. <laughs> we'll, we'll title this episode "Bonkers." That's bonkers.
1: It. Anna, Anna Brewster. Um, hello.
0: Hello. Come back to us.
3: <laughs> um, I was just going to ask George. Um, yeah. You have you found it easier? Because I've I found it easier watching something that was so long ago. Do you know what I mean? Like if I did something a year ago, I'm finding it a lot harder to watch than I would say now. Watching Versailles, I think I could maybe yeah. revisit that now
1: yeah um yeah definitely i i i we said in the first couple of episodes that me and alex we first watched versailles on a laptop in a hotel room just before we were going to go and watch it in, in a big screening thing at can i think wasn't it Didn't yeah you? it was a can yeah yeah and uh like it was just shocking not because it was just really shocking because it was the first time you saw something that um yeah and not because we thought it was good or bad. It was just like, wow, that's what we uh, made. And now you watch it in a totally different light. You you think, I, I've, I've never found it easy to watch season one of Versailles. I mean, I don't sit down on a weekly basis and try to <laughs> watch it. Do you not? Know? You know? <laughs> no, believe it or not. I, I've not watched any of this for about five years, I don't think. Like w- watching these first two episodes is the first time I've watched anything of Versailles since 2018, 2019. And it's amazing, like just what you said, Anna. You have so much distance, and you have so much forgiveness of yourself. Yeah, and you look at yourself as someone completely different, and be like, "Ah, oh, bless that little kid having a go." <laughs> um, <laughs> whereas now, you, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fascinating, and you just think like, at the time, you chastise yourself because you're like, "Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that?" And now I'm like. The, i'm starting to see things that i did do like yeah yeah, yeah I'm for like, sure. okay yeah um yeah that must is that the same for you alex are you, are you-
0: yeah i uh, so i'm i'm i fall in the other category of the two of you that <clears throat> i've never not minded watching myself back because I've always thought of it as a massive learning experience. Like uh, even on set now, if I can, I'll always try and go to Video Village I'll always try and go to, so for the listeners that don't know, Video Village is where all the monitors are, so usually where the director sits and the script supervisor. Um, so where they watch the take uh and then you can now with technology you can go back and ask the script supervisor or someone from the camera department to like play back the takes if you if you have the opportunity if you have the time and i'm always that person i'm always that person but i i but I, but I think now it's because i'm because I'm more interested in uh the directing side of me i think is was was always also very present so i've never not like i've always I wouldn't say enjoyed, but I, I have never not minded watching myself in Versailles with Philippe. Um, but I do with these two episodes. Well, I'm just guessing with this whole rewatch that we're going to be doing with this whole podcast. I think there are moments that I that I that I still go. So there's a there's a scene coming up. It's like um, it's the scene. Uh, we're going to jump ahead, but we may as well talk about it. It's the scene with um uh, when Philippe is with his sort of um, minions um, with the with the the handkerchief, the perfume sort of thing, and he's you know. Um, desperately wanted me to, to be much more homoerotic, much more sexual, much more, uh, in my body, much more, uh, you know, uh, gay, like just really wanted me to really play that. He wanted me to have my top off and it was, it was, and I just, I wasn't there. I was not there. I didn't, I look back at these two episodes and I don't know who Philippe is, there's moments that I go. ooh. I'm starting to get a handle of that person, of that, who that character is. Especially the scene with, with me and you later on. The very like the last, but last scene when I'm dressed as a woman. But there's, um, there's, yeah. I, I just think about how young we all were. Like the yeah. choices that we made, not not necessarily wrong. But I just, I, I, I'm saying, wo- I'm watching myself, and I'm going, I'm saying words, and Alex doesn't understand what he's
3: saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I- Sorry, just to jump in. Um, I think as well, you need to be forgiving of yourself because it is episode one and two, and I find that with any TV.
2: Yeah.
3: It's normally directed by someone who is so involved in the casting has such a strong vision. And then after those episodes, you get new directors and you own that character, so you can make those decisions. Mm -hmm. But those first two episodes are so informed by the director. I did a job not long ago, and the showrunner, was directing the first two episodes. But he'd also been involved in the casting and everything. And i I've been cast in this role, and I was like, I'm not doing what he wants me to do. And I can tell. Mm-hmm. And I just, for the whole series, just felt really disconnected from it. But I think with Versailles, what was great was we really then were trusted with the character by the new directors that came in. And yeah. so it really became us, and we could make our impression on it.
0: No, that's true. That's true. I think, yeah, it, 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 there is a sense that we should probably be not, not, not so harsh on ourselves, all of us, yes. especially you, George Blagdon.
1: We'll, um, yeah, we'll get onto it in future episodes as well. But talking about new directors coming in and, um, but, but I like for me, I hear what you're saying. I did grow into it, particularly by season two and season three. But for season one, I, uh, I think I was still. I remember Christoph coming in, who came in next for episodes yeah. three, four and five, and then Toma and they both had very differing, strong opinions about who and what Louis should be. Yeah. And, um, which was also different to the first two apps. And yeah, I think I, I, it took me a, a longer time. It wasn't just like the shift of a director. It, it, I think I needed to get to season two before i started feeling like okay i think i i think i know what i'm doing that's horrendous isn't it you've done like nine hours but
0: i don't, but think, it's so, I don't think it's horrendous
1: personalities also... who come in and are like Ooh. no louis is like Christoph really did that he was like you did it all wrong first, <laughs> 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 let me tell you how you should do it and so wow. of course as a 24 year old you're like oh really and you're not you know at that age you're not like you don't have any creative control you're not really allowed to go and sit and watch video village after every take not that that should ever happen but you know you're not you're not aware of like what you're doing how it comes across necessarily on screen particularly in a wig that you've never got used to and costumes and um so when a you know really strong personality like Christoph comes in and goes that was all wrong let's change it he's now this you go okay yeah i'll have (laughs) a (laughs) go. um yeah i think you're so right though anna like as it as it goes on you know by season two i think you i i really for louis anyway was like okay
0: i, I also know. think that having having time off between seasons we had a long time between season one and two off yeah. you know it was almost a year the time mm-hmm. we came back to it was um helped us all because i think also having a season two com- having the season two green light meant that we were doing a good job for me it did anyway it was a, mm. a big uh like a pat on the back i think of going yes you're coming back and so by the time we came back to season two, I genuinely think all of us felt like we we inhabited the character a lot more, and I think that just comes with with time and and space and separation and you know and and and
3: belief, I guess that yeah. that we were on the right we, track. We have our famous conversation, don't we, Alex? That we had.
0: <laughs> this is what I was going to about to come to. So, right,
3: so, so, so <laughs> oh, yeah. So for me. What
1: famous conversation?
3: So um, it was we would we'd been in
0: rehearsals. It was or well, we'd gone for dinner. No, we went for dinner. No. And it was with Steve, Stephen Cumin, uh, who played Colbert. We, uh, uh Noemi, uh, Ty, Sarah Winter, and me and you. We all went out for dinner in not Republic. I did. Brilliant. You, I don't think I, at the time. I, don't, I think I don't know what you were doing, but I don't think you'd actually been. Not maybe, been cast, Maybe hadn't been cast by this point. But we went out for dinner. No way, really. Okay. I, um This is you know three f- about a month away from filming, and um,
1: ah, okay,
3: okay.
0: We went out for we went out for dinner, and. um Anna, do you want to take over the story?
3: No, no, no. I mean, obviously, me and Alex were horrible smokers at the time. Yes. Um, and we went out for a cigarette. But we'd, you know, I think we'd both been involved in TV shows, and like new TV shows that had all this promise mm. and had never gone to season two. And so we were like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> We literally had the conversation. I,
0: I was, you know, I was in a TV, sh- I was in Merlin season five and then it got canceled. Like, didn't get season six. I was in private, this army drama that was booked for three seasons and only made one season. So I was coming with the the curse, the curse that this will never go. Oh wow, yeah.
1: It and does. also,
0: I- and, and the same with Anna, we, and we were outside having a cigarette and we both looked at each other and we all, almost instinctively went, this isn't going to go for a second. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's worth like, but the way that you tell the story is it's like you went to dinner with the people you mentioned and yeah. both went out and went, <laughs> 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 no, no, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's got nothing to do Just with the, people, the but, table. Yeah, like, this is not going to work. Um, <laughs>
3: going back to that, I was thinking that I actually think that having that conversation, having that attitude, meant that I was really present for the whole thing because. I knew what a special thing it was. And I knew it was so special to be in Paris with all these people and the experience of filming and like Mm. having this family. And I just wanted to enjoy that. It wasn't even about where it was going to go. And obviously then it did do really well. And that was all, you know, you're in Cannes, you're in New York, you're in LA and you're like, this is amazing. That so rarely happens, but I've also had an amazing experience along the way.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 it in a weird way we it by by manifesting or by by publicly saying what it what the what the um the curse was for both of us it ended up not happening which is kind mm-hmm. of great which is, doesn't normally happen usually when you say something out loud
2: usually, yeah.
0: it's like a premonition actually this doesn't go This doesn't go for a second season
1: hello everyone uh so sorry to interrupt This wonderful episode with the lovely Anna Brewster. But I just wanted to remind you of the very, very exciting fact that we here at Conversations HQ, we have a Patreon. That's right. Uh, And you can find us at our Patreon at www.patreon.com and type into the search bar Conversations. And here you can support this podcast and uh, me and Alex and all of the guests that come on the show. Um... So please, if you haven't already, go to www.patreon.com, search for Conversations, and uh, subscribe, and you will get some incredible bonus features. Um, That's it for now. Let's go back to talking to Anna.
0: Um, I want to talk about the women in the show, uh, because we obviously get an amazing performance from Elisa. Uh, And then also Lizzie gets to be, and then you've got Amira,
3: and you've got that sort of... I I forgot that Amira was in it so early. Oh, yeah. Amira came in in, like, episode four or something. I can't believe she was there from the start.
0: Yeah, she's there from the start. I I always remember, there's a stage direction that Simon and David wrote. I always remember this. They described Beatrice and Sophie as the Kardashians of Versailles. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was literally in the text, the, the, the Kardashians of Versailles. I remember thinking like, in, in one stage direction, you immediately knew who they were. Yeah. Like, obviously that was up to Maddie and Amira to play that, you know, but you can just, it, that, that's an unbelievable stage direction. You don't need to put any more description of who those people, what their values are, you know, why they're there in Versailles.
1: But um, amazing job of Maddie because I, I, I completely forgot, forgot about the connection between Sophie and Beatrice. I like I mean stupid obviously, but like because Sophie became such a kind of yeah. different role the way that she evolved yeah. in her own right in the later seasons. Like when this came up in this episode I was like, Oh, what? Yeah, they yeah, were hanging out all the time.
3: I forgot Beatrice and um Chevalier. Didn't realize that
0: they were cousins. Yeah, cousins, yeah. cousins and the oh, whole yeah. sort of the duplicit sort of nature of why they're there. They lost papers and stuff like that. And also we get an amazing, the start of, which is the, the story thread for, for Amira's character, which is that beautiful, I love this. It's a great shot. So there's this amazing uh, shot of uh amira and uh, uh and ty looking through the window at each other and it's mm. and and again sometimes like we, we talked about in this episode or we talked about at the very start of the, the two episodes that how much simon and david throw at this but like obviously we obviously know where it's going to go and obviously the fans know where it's going to go but it's just it's just it's a simple bit of direction where you just get this lingering look between these two characters and you think oh something's going to go on down there and those are the things that i Really love because sometimes this, you know, sometimes episodes can be filled with uh, too much um, exposition. But sorry, going back to the women of the show and stuff like that, Anna, you were part of uh, an amazing group of actresses. You know, you've got Sarah Winter and you've got Elisa and Lizzie and Maddie and Amira, got these amazing, amazing people. And, you know, how we were always told. You know, we were told in rehearsals, like how important the women are in, especially in Louis's life, but in in Versailles, in the creation of Versailles. Mm-hmm. Did you feel? Did you? Was that something that you were were you that that David and Simon were were sort of informing you of? Or like, did that come from the script? Did you feel that the women were going to become this huge integral part to the show?
3: Um. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Go into uh, that little. Doom. No, I mean, of course they are really present and important. I think. I think there were some, you know, the fact that none of the women were signed on for three seasons like the men were. Uh-huh. I, I don't know, like that set a tone for you know how. Like yes, they were important characters, but are they vital? Are they, and they did become vital you know um it was there was a lot of men around it's yeah. France it's it's you know it's quite a you know a male like social structure like mm-hmm. we we had a lot of male directors we've got male writers it's like i think if that show was made now and the emphasis was on the women it would be very different
0: yeah
2: hard um, to say that
3: yeah, of course. course.
0: Yeah. I, I think, and I also, me and George have touched upon it a couple of times, even just in private conversations. You know, I, the result, there are and obviously, this is not uh, a podcast to 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 bash on the show. But right. you know, times do change. But you're right, Anne. I think, I think, I, I think the fact that we didn't get a woman direct a woman director for the entire of three seasons is bad. I do. Yeah. I think that, you know, I, 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 you know, and I, um, and the fact that there was no, I guess, you know, even, you know, I think we did have a couple we did have a couple of women writers, I think. I think there's one in episode, I think that was, you know, that was sort of doctored, but, um, but yeah, I I, I genuinely think that we, that there was a step missed from the
3: show. I think in the early episodes when we had Simon and David writing and they were really present and I remember one episode, we because we were just shooting so quickly, mm-hmm. we've done a whole, I can't remember what episode it is, we've done a whole we'd done basically we had extra time which never happens and Simon and David were there and it was me Sarah Noemi maybe yeah and they quickly wrote this scene about men going to war and balls and all this stuff and we just went in and shot it and that was great and they were very like on the pulse with you know what they actually wanted for the show Mm. my feelings were that that got a bit lost along the way yeah um i think there, you know those ways that women talk that i don't think was maybe represented correctly and um but again it's a different time and things now would be very different it's 10 years ago so yeah, much yeah. so much has changed you're right then
1: yeah we yeah. kind of chatted in the first couple of episodes about what's happened like in our industry in the last 10 years and if you'd made versailles now and you know how different it would be and um yeah, it, I I do find that fascinating. The I've like I've had my kind of antenna. I don't know why I'm doing antenna. <laughs> An antenna. <laughs> I've had like my uh, my antenna up. Gonna have to keep them up now. Uh, while watching the episodes, like thinking about that and thinking like, oh, it, does this show age well?
0: Yeah, um, that's a really good question. Actually,
1: and I um I. For now, I kind of feel like it does, but maybe that's again, because I'm I'm playing Louis the 14th and so I'm just watching myself or I, I, am obviously not coming at it from the right, um, context, but it'll be fascinating as we carry on watching, I think you make a really good point, Anna, um, that, uh, yeah. And particularly things that happen off screen, like you said, of course, they have an impact on how we create that story on set don't they mm, no. I mean, even subliminally or subconsciously I didn't even know this is the first I'd heard about that you know and um the fact that there was a number of people on set who might have felt like don't really know like if we're going to be here in a couple of episodes or not um yeah that's that that will obviously inform
0: well you know, talking about talking about things that don't that that might not appear in other episodes so we do get this lovely little um uh Appearance from Anne of Austria, your mum, the mummy, mummy appears again as mm. a premonition or a sort of like chat to Louis, and yeah. then that 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 whole thread completely disappeared, didn't it? That whole Anne of Austria being present for you know, we always get lots of dream flashbacks with with Louis, and um, you know that that's one thing that you know, like as you can tell that they're, they're they're trying things out, you know, yeah. kind of live, yeah. and things stick and things don't stick, you know, and and you know it really is because they didn't write the ten episodes. Simon and David didn't have, they had the structure, they had the story Bible, but they didn't have 10 scripts for us. We were getting them, you know, by the end of the by the end of every block, you know, which which again, like going back to what you said, Anna, which is that it kept you it, it made you incredibly present, I think, getting your scripts then and going, Oh, I, I'm about to find out what's about to happen. Um and it meant that you didn't end game. You know, you didn't think, oh God, that's where I end up in episode ten because I've had that on shows before. You know, you get you get all five scripts or six scripts, or whatever, and you kind of know that you you know, you know. For me, especially, turn out to be the villain always.
3: <laughs>
0: you know, hmm.
3: um, Well, because I I'm just remembering. I think at one point I was reading the narrator part. I swear I did a little voice note, oh, a little voiceover <laughs> thing, yeah. <laughs> They were just trying everything out. I think they had us there as a cast, maybe a lot of us quite last minute and they were just seeing how it all worked, but in a way that can also create magic, you know? For sure. Uh, I think they ended
0: up going with, with Stuart, didn't they? They ended up using Bon Tom's voiceover for the, you know, in you'll be a King, my son sort of thing. But, um, oh yeah. but, But yeah. Um, um, and I also just love that how, um, in this episode, we get the start and the 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 tricklings of the Claudine storyline becoming her sort of and I, I absolutely love her character so much, obviously a fictional character, but um, what was it like, George filming those scenes with Lizzie because I know that that location was Maison Lafitte, which was the first couple of weeks of filming, so you did you that was the first week of filming, wasn't it? So you were working with Lizzie from the get go, I guess right yeah,
1: and i I guess maybe also that's why, um. My view might be tainted. Actually, you've kind of hit, I I forgot that all of my first interactions, uh, with like a female character in this show, I spent a week in Maison Lafitte doing all of those sequences with Lizzie in that bedroom and the whole, um, uh, vibe of uh, establishing that relationship was to sort of see this, um king be quite progressive i mean in the like you know oh i'm gonna now come to you for advice not the guy who said that nabo looking at my wife is what made (laughs) yes Yes. um uh so yeah maybe that kind of affected my view on you know the show and and uh representation and stuff and thinking like yeah this is this feels um kind of cool i loved it i mean i really Those sequences around the birth and everything, it's weird filming out of sequence, but I remember that first week thinking, yeah, I I think this is good writing and it's clever and Uh the relationships feel dangerous. Like it feels like quite high stakes. And yeah, here we go. (laughs) not not getting a second season um (laughs) you you like dream yeah but um
0: yeah well talking about things talking about things that didn't get a second season it was the location for the first for the first church so um i don't know if you guys do do, do you guys know this i I know this very well because i remember turning up to on season two when the church was moved to fontainebleau um and being seeing the church scenes in episode one, I think you know, it was, and because we started doing obviously the, the the affair of the poisons, but I remember re- seeing the church location and going, oh great, we'll be at the same church, <clears throat> and remember then driving about an hour and 15, 20 minutes outside of Paris and being like, where are we going? It's this new location is the church in in Fontainebleau. Um, but looking at that little baby church, I I don't know if you guys know this, but they did not want us to come back. Oh, really? did, you, did they? Yeah. They. Did you not know this? So we we shot in that that church which had the the looking post, right? For you, you did some stuff with Sarah Winter in there, George, with mm-hmm. Louise de Vallière, and obviously the funeral stuff. Um, but yeah, that church, they apparently they didn't. They were like, "You get out of here." Why? <laughs> because I think they saw the show. This the show came out, oh, okay. and they were like, "No chance." They would they were watching George put his fingers in Louise de Vallière's <laughs> mouth, and they were like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's
1: fair. <laughs> <laughs> have we I seen think, that yeah was that in episode one
0: i think that was an episode
1: one yeah i think it was an episode one okay i can't even
0: remember it we're, we're doing we're doing a rewatch, george and we can't even remember what we No, no,
1: i know but i was looking out for it when the church came i was like oh i remember this moment <laughs> and it and also
0: that, that is a little a little fact the very first bit of dialogue that i ever said i was in i've been i was in scenes but was the was the funeral scene for the baby so me and noemi sat next to each other and and uh Chevalier, Evan, leaning forward and saying, you look nice. That was the, my very, very first bit of spoken dialogue that I recorded for Versailles. And going back to the thing I said at the start, I had no idea what I was talking about, no, I, who I was, you know what I mean?
3: So my first line was also in that, chat <laughs> Oh, <Okay, laughs> yeah. we should, we should <laughs> say something to, uh, to Sarah Winter, like, perhaps we'll be lucky and they'll leave her on the roof. What does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Does anyone? Know?
1: I don't well, know. Fine. Perhaps we'll be lucky and we'll leave her, on the roof. leave
3: her on the roof.
1: They'll leave her on the roof. Who?
3: I think Elise has kept the queen. Oh,
1: uh, okay. Anyway, so yeah,
3: Brilliant. I do what yeah, I was you talking are. about at that point. <laughs> well, that's the, um because this goes,
0: uh, it's great. i I. This is a terrible trait that I have, Anna. I've, I, when we when we lived together, I would I, I think we talked about this. Can
1: we talk about that? We're, sorry, when did you live together?
0: So we lived. We were, we were sorry. Yeah, for those listeners, um <laughs> um we were roommates together. Yeah, yeah uh, about three four years ago. Was it five, crazy,
3: years ago five years ago? Four five
0: years was it? It was like oh, six months or something. Yeah, six months. And yeah. and I was astray, and Anna. You were astray, and Anna was like come, come here, son. <laughs> really blessed. But, um, um, I, I mean, Anna I was to help each other out on auditions and stuff. And I, I, I mean, George, we've talked about this. I come from the philosophy, which I know infuriates so many people infuriated Evan no end where I would try my best to not learn the lines as much. I would try and just get enough of a handle on it. But this also, this is a bad trait, and I'm admitting this now, so any casting directors listening to this podcast, please don't, don't don't, come after me, but I, or even directors or even producers, anyone, basically anyone in the industry don't come after me. Um, I try not to
2: <laughs>
0: read about any other storyline. In and in a way of like, cause also we had so like, sometimes George, we were doing five days, we were doing five days a week, but we, me and you were in every day doing scenes and it was all over the place, sometimes continuity over three episodes. It was just really hard for me to, I, I was like, I've got only a, enough available space in my brain. So I'm just going to focus on Philippe's threads. And I didn't have any clue about, and I didn't want to know it, about anything else. Like I didn't want to know about the, you know, the Marie like, Therese, Louise de Valliers, I, I cause it didn't, it didn't affect me. But there's moments in episode one and two that I'm saying things where I should really know what's going
1: on. <laughs> I, I'm now playing back all the moments. <laughs> Season I, I, one where we had uh, discussions on set and i'd be like yeah, you know a bit in the third quarter of the when."
0: Yeah, yeah and i'm like and, and i would blag my way so the, the prime example prime <laughs> example is when i come in in the war room scene and start talking about uh, bruges ghent Namur. Oh, i i God. am away like i i watch that and i have no
1: context for what i'm talking
3: about oh i think about. you're great in that scene you are great in that
1: scene <laughs> see that's
3: I, I got away with it
1: <laughs> sake, i'm never doing any work ever again uh, <laughs> um no i that's uh yeah wow
0: yeah i and i've i've sort of and i've sort of managed to to keep it up you know so yeah thank god that my my sort of bluffing skills when it comes to this sort of stuff gets so get away with it but um um let's move on to so there's um so the yeah I, I, I've written down the war room scene. I remember I had I had oh also George, you remember this? The war room scene. I had I remember it having something to do with me having having to take my tooth out. There was a scene that we cut, but we ended up shooting. This is a little fact for you guys, where I get into a to the scene that, that that's just prior to this is me and uh, and the Chevalier, where where he's where Evan's topless and he's got the yeah. sword and I grab his face. There's a scene just after that that we that we shot that never made it into the edit where we get into a proper fisticuffs. He punches me in the face and I lose, and I, and he, and he knocks out a tooth and I walk and he goes, remember who you are. And, and, and I walk through the corridor. Philippe walks through the corridor, walks into the war room. And there was going to be a point. We shot it twice. I don't know if you remember this, George. We shot that scene twice where I start talking, Bruges, Namur, Ghent. And I take my tooth out and I put it on the table. Do you remember this? They had a fake no, tooth no, with no, blood no, in my I mouth.
1: Other people's and they didn't like know
0: so. whether it was, whether it would make sense because at the thing at the time they were editing things all over the place so that things might not correlate oh, right. so we did one where i had to take my tooth out and put on the put on the table the fact
1: that i have no memory of this means that definitely we did a take where you did that and i just was like god this actor's doing some weird stuff isn't he what's he doing picking his lunch out of his teeth fine i mean it's, it's a choice so yeah we'll see if they oh. use it <laughs>
0: yeah but, but, and obviously they 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 didn't they didn't they didn't uh, they, they really didn't um uh let's talk about how uh uh the, the i want to talk about costume very quickly because um i want to go on to it with with you anna specifically about so they built me a corset specifically so that and that it was, corset, it was a corset that was also a dress that was not part of the it was not period at all but that i could pull the dress bit off and then have a fight and have a dagger in it and do in that sort of fashion, fashion scene. And I remember them building me this corset. And obviously I don't have boobs or a waistline. So it was this weird sort of like, almost like a shield plate that they, that, that looks corsety when it tied up, but I hated, it. And I, and this is going to upset quite a lot of fans. I hated every time Philippe was Madame. I mm-hmm. just, I just, I just, and I understood how important I understood how important it was. And I understood that it was vital for Philippe and, and for the role and for the character. And how it became super memorable for fans, you know, that that you know, especially in season two. It does, but I hated the process. It was it was triple the time that I was in the chair for, for normally. For you guys, I remember we'd come in, in the morning, me and all the guys would come in so late, maybe like almost fifty five to an hour later than you guys were picked yeah. up. And you guys were still in the chair. Talk to me about it through the process of, because Montespan goes through a couple of looks, but like, did you, in, was that, was that good? Did, did that help you get into character? Like change from Anna Brewster, modern day Adam Brewster, mm-hmm. to then getting, because I remember you had, you had that crink in your hair at one point and it was, you know, was yeah, it weird or was it not?
3: Um, God, I have to really think back about that. Um, I mean, I remember, like, I love clothes. But um, I had a re- I really fun with a costume designer. I loved watching them make them. I loved the I loved the process. Even wearing it all day at lunchtime, I still kind of managed to figure out a way to sleep. Yeah, I was sitting in the chair with Mathieu and talking about my hair, and like it was fine. I actually didn't mind those extra hours. Um, there were I think there were different. I think Eliza had a lot of trouble with her hair at the beginning.
0: I do remember Eliza having a lot of a lot of uh, when, say or not saying in the process.
3: Yeah, I think when that stuff becomes like a hindrance to your acting, that's a problem. But it never really did with me. I don't think I always felt quite comfortable. I'd also done period stuff before. Yeah, so that's yeah. going to be my question yeah. was
1: like, had you done anything like this before? Because when you haven't done and like i'd never done like well i mean i'd I'd done a period drama but like not like this where it was high fashion and very um meticulous about how clothes should be worn and i felt it quite inhibiting at the start Mm -hmm. i heard you 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 had done period drama before so you were like i know how this feels i sort of know what i'm doing in this
3: yeah and you know there's great things that you don't have to shave your legs (laughs) it's wonderful (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: real boy oh. normally <laughs> i've got a great thing so because obviously we shot summer to winter in season one mm. and then in season two we shot sort of spring through to autumn which meant that we were filming most of the episodes in season two in in, in high summer and i remember in fontainebleau mm.
2: you jessica gonna...
0: clark who played pal- 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 palatine elisa um all sitting on the floor of the church.
3: It's my fault, yeah. I was like... Because it
0: was so hot, right? We were it boiling.
3: Was so hot. And I just was like, sat down on the floor. And I was like, oh my God, the floor's cold. This is great. So I just sat on the floor. And then suddenly everyone else started to... To sit down and suddenly we were all sat and it was like a little club but no one knew that we were just cooling down. I think there's a photo of
0: it somewhere out there on the on the social me. medias but as uh, because the dresses were so billowy you looked like teacups yeah. you all looked like the little yeah. heads popping up you just but it was cold on your bottom right yeah I'm, I'm right saying that it's right? totally just...
2: bad to see my whole <laughs> no. bum on the
1: floor of a church gotta be done gotta be done I do it every time um, I'm surprised, um, fa- surprised Fontaine oh. will let us come back for season 2 yeah <laughs> I, I remember the opposite. I remember, like, I don't know if any of the um, main cast had it, which is a shame, but I remember seeing, like, in winter sequences, some of the amazing background artists, the women, like, they'd shout cut, and they'd be like, they'd be like Go Go Inspector Gadget come out from under mm-hmm. this dress. They'd be like a whole string pouch for their phone. Some had hot water, but whole hot water bottles suspended between their <laughs> The legs <laughs> that yeah. were just like what I was like, wow.
0: So the difference for but the, the difference for us though, I remember obviously. So I was talking about season one. We were going into winter. The Thomas Van Sant episodes with the scaffolding outside, and I remember those shoes that we that we had, George. They obviously they were fit, to, they were made to measure for us. The, 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 the shoes that we had, they were like we had our feet imprinted, and then they 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 made these these shoes, but they didn't keep any heat in, or they did nothing. They were just these planks of wood. And I remember losing my toe; like, couldn't feel my toes. And I always remember that about the costumes, even though how I loved them and how it completely transformed all of us. That if it was hot, you were boiling. And if it was cold, you were freezing. There was never a happy medium. Was it the same for you, Anna? Was it the same sort of...
3: Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. I just... Yeah, I guess so. There was annoying stuff like if you were outside, they'd all get wet, and then it's just like layers and layers of material that's just it soaked. Does. And one of them was like a duvet material, so it would just soak it up. And then there's always do you remember that, the fire incident that I have a oh, bit yes. about?
0: <laughs> yes, you did. You had a you had a, yeah. was it in the trailer? No, it wasn't in the trailer, it was in the canteen.
3: Yeah, they used to have these like heaters underneath the table that were the um gas ones yeah well yeah and my dress caught, caught fire. fire i was next to you did not oh. i put it out yeah no no you didn't alex <laughs> oh <No, laughs> i didn't you just alex you're on fire oh is that what i said <laughs> I
0: that's brilliant i just I, I just wanted to state the obvious and not save you from a burning death <laughs> you like ran over and was like
3: treading up <laughs> my dress and you're just stood there in shock
1: <laughs> I have memories like that now with my son, where like my son fully like stacks it off a wall or something, and I'm like, I saved him. I, I ran in and whipped him up. I didn't. I screamed and just like looked at him <laughs> screaming on the floor. A bit like in episode two when Bonton faints. Like, I, I I'm always like that.
0: I, yeah, I, I, I've so how how funny that time has not gone well for my memory, and I've always believed that in that anecdote that I saved you, Anna. But actually, I just just pointed out the obvious. Just let you burn.
2: Right, oh, good. <laughs> well, on that <laughs>
0: bombshell, should we move on. <laughs> um, um, there's um, so I got. An, um, let's just move on to. Uh, so yes, I want to talk about which is what my which is my audition scene, George. Um, I don't know if it was yours. So I don't know if you actually talked about the actual. If you can remember the scenes, but um, the, the you choose who I marry, you choose what I wear, and that, which became quite an iconic scene to develop Philippe yeah. and Louis's relationship. We had a little. I, so I've, I've written down here that so this was my audition scene. So I so I knew it inside and out, and I remember us rehearsing. We had the whole day to rehearse and a whole morning to rehearse before we shot it because I think we all both of us. Well, I knew especially how important the scene was supposed to be for establishing our relationship. Um, but I do remember Simon coming out of the rehearsal and saying, "You're saying the words as I've written them, but it's not how I expected the scene to go." He said that to me, and I, I, and I was like, I don't know whether that's a compliment or not. I, I don't think it is, because I, because I, I, I came in and I wanted to sand the shoes, which obviously he, Philippe, would never do that. And we, we, you know, and, and I, I, came up with the idea of the of the the beauty spot that you would wipe it off. Do you remember that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but I, that that scene took forever to film, and I've got like I remember Jaleel, just wanted me to get to a certain place when I walk in. He, it was the walk in that he wanted, that I, and I was not there. I did about ten takes of just me walking in. He wanted. He was, just, he was getting me riled up and saying things, and you know, going back to those things about you know directors, you know, the the, the language barrier. Of, I, he he said he wanted me to be angry. I think the, the the direction was angry, so I was playing anger. But I don't. He didn't mean angry. He meant you know furious or like rage or you know he meant he meant something else, but. The loss in translation scene but what's your memories of that george
1: i i i mean i was shocked when i watched it to think that they were um so close to being so close as in like a lot of my memory of our characters relationship on the show is that they're just two sides of the same coin and mm. kind of polar opposites and if they're not at, I, no there are memories from season two and three where they work together to but I, I, I always thought the show started with them at loggerheads and it actually, it, it's not been that for episode one, and two, Philippe really was, um, Louis support in a way. And it's been like, I just forgot that. I, I forgot that as an audience member at this point, you're thinking this could go one of two ways. Two ways. Not, yeah. Doesn't open with like, oh, these two hate each other. Um, I thought that scene was, uh, you know, um, really well. I mean, I, I, I feel awful. I've never said this about any of my work, and I've like, said so it, much. No, it. I think it was really good. I, I thought it was really, really good. Like, I, I think, um like there was some really good stuff. So it was worth. Sorry, Anna. We've gone
0: back to complimenting each other, um... other again. What did you think of the scene? will it we really good? <laughs>
2: um, I
0: zoned out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> ah, very good. Very, very good. Very good. Um, and then, so that was that bit. And then we've got, um, uh, and that's to say, I, I finally understood Philippe in that scene, but it was, we shot everything uh, like uh, out of context and stuff like that. Um, and then let's get, let's get into the, the night shoot scene. Let's get into the, the, the final, the final scene of episode two, where we get jugglers and performers and trapeze artists. And it's a spectacle and we're doing, you know, and it's the, and it's the first time it's a scale. I have a, I have a story about this, Anna Brewster. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's a, it's a good. Well, it's not a good. Well, it's a story that we it's we both got out. We, we me and you went out. We with Maddie, and we both we all got our pick. our call, our call times for the, for the very first day of the first night shoot scene, and it yeah. was and it was and it was three p.m. We got a call. So me and Anna and Maddie we went out and we, 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 we got we we, 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 we we saw the sun come up. Let's just say we had a very nice time.
1: Um we were drinking. Whoa, wait, hang on, hang on. Your call was at 3 p.m. So because it's a night, night shoot. So, so, so the night so before, the Thursday night.
3: Yeah, our logic was like, right, we we can get into sync here, guys. Yeah, we can <laughs> so yeah,
1: like jet yeah, lag. Like, yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, so so we right. so we stayed up. Wow. And, on. I, and that first night shoot scene, I we I we I well I was, I don't want to speak for you, Anna. I was hanging. Oh, I was yeah. so <laughs> glad that I, I had to sit down for the whole scene. I was so glad that I had to sit
3: down. I don't remember, I remember it being a lesson, but I don't remember being too traumatic. Like, I remember I remember it was like, again. Oh, I love that. That's, that's, that, that, that's the, the title looked, of the episode. Right. I remember it being a lesson. <laughs> the
1: only shot I remember from you from that sequence, Alex, is you lying like on a, like Cher's long style with Evan feeding you.
0: Yeah. That so was, that, that originally, there was your, a, there was a scene that there was, a, that, that scene was supposed to be us kissing each other, the first kiss. Um, and and it was supposed to be us, like in in the trees behind the thing. They should not have time; we ran out of time. Going back to these sort of, you know, getting coverage. So we, I, we, I just said, oh, let let, let me just lie on Evan. He can. They just wanted a moment of us kissing each other, like you know. But um, but yeah. So Anna, you're present. Uh, Montespan is present, and you're and with watching this uh this the scene unfold between how Louis for the I think for the first time in the very first first two episodes, you get to see Louis. Be the politician, be the absolute uh, uh, magician in the way that he maneuvers and places people into places so that he can trap them, you know? Um, and I, and George, what was your experience with the Iron, uh, as I've always called it, the I am the state scene? How did you,
1: how was that for you? Um, it felt like my audition okay. again. I really felt like, because I think it was, quite early on it was like uh it was like three weeks into filming or something Uh we'd not done a lot and it was one of the first sequences where we had a lot of cast involved as well and i just remember psyching myself up for it because it, it felt massive on the page i remember it was like you know, standard episode structure. But then this sequence was like two and a half pages of just me talking in yeah. like speech form. So it immediately coming from like, you know, theater background, it went, oh God, I've got to do some like thinking and acting. Uh And yeah, I put a lot of pressure on myself that night knowing as well that there would, I'd have to do it multiple, multiple times. And, um, it was really fascinating. That was the first time that I had any kind of feedback from any producer in any sense. Claude, uh, Claude, Simon and David all came up to me the day after. Mm -hmm. and um, I think they separately all said, that's why we hired you. Um, Which was lovely. And what they meant, they, they justified that by saying we hired you because you can do, 14 takes that are all identical in terms of getting all the words right for two and a half pages and, and just being reliable, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I've always, I've, and know. I mean this in the highest regard, pal. I really do. This is, I've said this to you, Anna, multiple times when doing season one. Because if, if, you said it last time on the last episode about us, you know, the fact that they got it wrong and that we should have swapped places. There's, there wouldn't be a show. We wouldn't have had the show if it hadn't been you as, as the lead. Because you you are that re, re, your reliability, your consistency, your um your 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 grace and your uh, professionalism when it comes to those sort of those big scenes, means that that that's why that's why we have that's why we you know that's why that scene brilliantly works. And I think they're they're right, Anna. Do you agree?
3: Yeah, and you weren't up until five a.m. What was not.
1: That's true. Yeah. I was not up until 5 a.m. the night before. <laughs> no,
0: you were sleeping so, well and having a good know. breakfast. But... <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, um, but I've, I've worked like, what's, I find it so fascinating in our job because I've worked with actors and in sequences like that where um, actors can't get like two lines out of a page speech. And, um, you know, you think like, how the, how on like Th- They're brilliant. They're, <laughs> they are brilliant at what they're doing. But you think, how are you? And then, of course, you watch it and you're like, well, it's absolute oscar worthy stuff because of course they don't need you to run a i've found that really fascinating over the last 10 years of kind of you know learning that um great performance isn't about (laughs) delivering a five minute speech you know you just need 10 seconds of
0: moments moments in time the
1: incredibleness and that's what will end up in the edit and that's why the person will then end up winning the oscar you, you know like it it's really um yeah. i've spent ages grappling with that mm-hmm. anyway, enough of me <laughs> no well listen we've gone no go no on. just
3: come on. one thing on that because i was just watching that and what i love about that scene is you look a little blushed like you're almost a little bit embarrassed and or like you're you're kind of doing this thing and you're supposed to be strong and you're supposed to be giving this big speech but you're a bit uncomfortable about it and i mm. think it's so beautiful oh, yeah no I think I, I think I
0: think you know you're spot on because it's you know it's not it's the boy that would be king is not he's, he's he's desperately trying to 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 lay claim to something and and be the person that he thinks he is but he's not quite there yet yeah yeah um yeah. listen we are going to call it time on this because this has been absolute this has been a hoot a hoot of an episode a hoot um and i want to say thank you so so much to the wonderful anna brewster for coming on thank you so
1: much thank you thank Woo. you anna Woo.
0: and we will get you back on when we finally get to season two we can actually talk about some some of the meat and the bones of madame <laughs> but thank you so so much darling thank you so much
3: Thanks, guys. ladies and gentlemen anna brewster Woo-hoo! Okay. Do I go now? Yeah, you can. Anna, thank okay,
0: you so bye. much. Bye! Bye! Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Hello. That was the wonderful Episode 2 with
1: Anna Brewster, Madame de Montespan. George, how do you think it went? Amazing, Anna. Yeah, it was... Uh, I, I loved it. I love chatting all things Versailles with Anna, and um, I loved Episode 2 as well. Yeah, it's great. It fascinating. Yeah. I've not it's actually so spoken long. to Anna since the show about it, so... Yeah, it was amazing. It Herbical. really
0: is like therapy for you, isn't
1: it? <laughs> Honestly, it really. I'm, I'm going to stop <laughs> saying that, but it's so enjoyable. <laughs>
0: so listen, this is our moment to thank the wonderful subscribers of our Patreon. So George, do you have their names? And are we going to do a big shout out to these wonderful people?
1: I do. Thank you so much to all of you. Karen, Karen, and Nadra, thank you so, so much for subscribing. Um, It really means the world to us. And uh, for those of you who haven't, please go and check out our Patreon page. It'll be on the Conversations podcast Instagram pages and socials and um,
0: hopefully see more of you there. Yeah. So thank you so much. And we will let you know uh, in the next couple of weeks who we've got down for episode three as our special guest. Thank you so much.